Today on episode 466 of the I Am Salt Lake podcast, we get a chat with Mandy Matson, the owner and founder of Mad Doe. You might be asking, what's Mad Doe? What are they all about? Well, we're going to get into that in this episode. We talk about the inspiration behind starting the business, their menu, obstacles she faced along the way, and of course, we get to talk about how you can get these Bismarck-style donuts delivered directly to your doorstep. But before we get into that conversation, we should probably introduce ourselves. Hey everyone, I'm Chrissy Hollifield. Yo, my name's Chris Hollifield. Ooh, yo, that's pretty hip. If you're a longtime listener of the podcast, welcome back as always, and we're just so happy that you came to join us again. But if you're a new listener, you might be wondering what it's all about. We're here every week with a brand new episode where we showcase awesome people in Salt Lake City. We get to talk to business owners, authors, tattoo artists, restaurant owners, really anyone that might have a cool story to share. So the girls were selling some stuff over at the Urban Flea Market again today. Yes, our teenage girls, they've been working really, really hard. And it's really cool to see every month they go to the Urban Flea Market, which is my favorite market of all time. How was it today? I didn't get a chance oh to gosh. go over there. It was kind of slow today. I wish there were more people shopping, but... I was kind of glad because I found some things that I brought home that you haven't seen yet. I haven't even seen it And it's it yet. really good that it was a super busy day because there was another place that if I had made it to that uh, vintage stand, I would have come back with a couple of bags more full of stuff. It's, it's always a good time. Favorite. I didn't get a chance to check it out, but it's the second Sunday of every month. It's at the Gateway. Go check it out. It is just the most fun. I love it. And really quick, if you're looking to support this podcast, head on over to supportsaltlake.com and support some of these awesome local businesses, because when you support them, you're supporting the podcast. All right, here's that conversation that we had with Mandy Madsen, the owner of Mad Doe. It was an awesome conversation. She's an awesome lady. Enjoy. I want to start right at the beginning. We're going to get going here, Mandy. Uh, I want to find out when did Mad Doe start for you? Like, how did that originate and how long ago that was? So about five years ago, I was working at Thule Bakery and um, I met a friend there and we sold these donuts at the People's Market for a whole summer and we called it Madsen and Gibbon. And it was super fun. We just did it on Sundays. And they were selling out every single time. And then she ended up having to move back to New York. And um, I kind of just like went about my life. But I always like had them in the back of my mind. Like if I'm going to open anything having to do with food, it's going to be these just because I know that they work. Six years later, I wanted to... I decided I wanted to do it and came up with Mad Doe. And then I was just trying to like figure out when to quit my job. And I had like some plans and whatever. And then I, just, I lost my job because of COVID. I was working at a more cafe. And then I started it up in April, at the end of April. You started up Mad Doe? Yeah, in my kitchen, in my apartment. That's so, you're one, you're one of the, the, many people we've been talking to who really just like took a leap of faith during this year and just went yeah. for it. That's so cool. Thanks. It's kind of, kind of out of necessity. I mean, was yeah. it kind of, um, so this is your first time ever doing kind of like a little business uh, venture like this, right? Or have you done stuff like this in the past? I've helped 
you know, an ex start a couple companies. So I do have some experience, nothing with anything that I loved. So that's a first. Do you really love baking? I do love baking. I actually would always tell myself that I would never want to start. I would never want to be a small business owner in the food industry. I always said that just because I felt like it was like self-torture. It's like the like, scariest why would I do thing that? to do. Like, it's like no money. Yeah. Hard work. You're working constantly. Yeah. So that's kind of what I told myself. And then I was in a spot where I was like, okay, what am I good at? Like, I know I'm a leader. I know I want to own my own company and I know I'm good at baking and working in a kitchen. And I just figured out why I wanted to do it. And that helped me do it. So how did you start? What was your, uh, what was your aha moment? And how did that transition into it actually becoming a business? Pretty much losing my job. That'll do it. Oh my gosh, this is it. Like I have to do it right now. And then the delivery was a no brainer. I was like, this is literally perfect. Yeah. In this like shitty situation, I can make like two batches of dough. And so I just started doing that. And then it was like 20 boxes and people were just like, I would like announce the flavor and then people would just Venmo me 20 bucks, like all of these people. And then I would be like, okay, sold out. And that just happened like every single week for a while. And then you're like, hey, I'm actually making money here. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. It was so exciting. Like every Monday, the adrenaline rush of like, People just throwing money at me. I was like, what is happening? This is insane. Let's back up just a little bit, just oh. even for our listeners. So they, they uh, understand what you, you make donuts basically, and you deliver them, right? Cause you don't have an actual storefront, correct? Well, right now we do, we, we're making them in, um, a ghost kitchen okay. downtown. It's called calm, calm kitchen. And, um, we still do delivery. Yeah. They're filled donuts. They're filled with pastry cream. We do a bunch of different flavors, but yes, we have a, a place where we can sell them. We just like set up a little table at ComCom Kitchen and we're right next to Strusel, another little bakery. And we do that Tuesday through Saturday from eight to two. And we also do delivery every day. Okay. Right on. Do people have to order if they want to come in and just try out your donuts or can they just come and buy some? They can just come in. Okay. Right on. Yeah, we have a little coffee maker. That's fun. But you can order it and uh, get it delivered. And man, these look great, though. I mean, they're perfect for like, especially these cold days, cold nights, and you just want something like a little treat after like a really crappy uh, day at work. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Day at work. So I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking at your menu here and I'm curious, does this change or is this kind of been the menu or tell tell me a little bit about the menu? So we change the menu every month. I have three set flavors. I also started doing a Boston cream and I want to just leave that on there because it's really good. Um, And then we switch out one flavor a week. So we have a confetti flavor this week. And we'll do a new one just to keep things fresh. What What's your favorite? We've done so many. I feel like my favorite right now is the Boston cream. I, I, figured, so I figured that, especially since you said you wanted to keep it on the menu. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that must we be her favorite. We also do a, a toasted coconut. That's good. Oh, that sounds I don't know. really good. good. Yeah. Now, what what makes you decide like that you'll keep one around? I mean, is it just solely based on sales, or is it like must have something to do with like even how easy it is to make? Because some some of them might get kind of complicated. The Boston cream is the first one I've decided to keep on, just because it's simple. We use high quality ingredients, but it's like, it's really good. That's the first one. Just because I like it. I kind of just do whatever I want <laughs> when it comes to flavors. It works out when you're the boss, right? She's the it's boss like, lady. Well, I always like go on Instagram, like, what do you guys want? And then I'm like, I'm just going to end up doing whatever I want anyways. So Now, are you doing this all by yourself or do you have like any employees or, or friends helping you and uh, partners or anything? I have always had friends helping me from the very beginning, which has been amazing. Right now, I have three employees. Wow, that's awesome. That's So do you plan on like, because like right now you said you have like a ghost kitchen that you're working out of and, and you can sell. Do you eventually maybe want to have something like an actual, like a, a store, an actual, location? actual location, brick and mortar location? Yes, more than anything. Have you? I have it all planned out. Well, let's let's you, <laughs> let's talk your, about let's, it. Let's let's get out the dream board. No, let's I mean, talk what's, about okay. when do you want? Like, tell me about this. I mean, anything, anything. Uh, I mean, what's 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 it all about? What's the dream? Well, I want a storefront. Obviously, I want it to be like a bright yellow brick building. I always envision it in the avenues. But I found like a, a really good building in Marmalade that I'm obsessed with. Whenever I see a building, I'll just like take a picture of it. The one in Marmalade's available? Well, it's vacant. Okay. I didn't see a for sale sign, but I took oh. a picture of it. But you peeked in the windows. Nobody's yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm on board. Exactly. Yeah. So I want to do that. I mean, I want it this year, but I don't really work through deadlines or anything like that. I just... That's just what I want. So we'll see what happens. Has it been tough for you? You mentioned uh, like, you know, wanting to get going with this and, you know, wanting to get this other location going. I'm sure 2020 was kind of, you know, a little bumpy for all of us. You kind of got this going more or less in April. Was it kind of mm-hmm. tough to get it going? I mean, did you hit a lot of obstacles with COVID or are you still hitting a lot of obstacles or or what's going on with all that? Honestly, it it was not hard to get it going. Like it was like, it was so smooth to the point where it was, it felt just, it felt like, okay, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing right now because it literally all just fell into place. Like it was magical. Why That's you, pretty cool. Why do you think that was? Why do you think it was falling into place for you? Well, I, karma, I have been writing it down in my journal, like details about what I want since before COVID so I have to, I just write it down and like, think about it, talk about it. And I feel like that's why. Yeah. Like you kind of had slowly built up a, a plan in the back of your mind over time. And you were kind of just, that, that makes sense to me completely because you can kind of work out the tiny details over a long period of time. And then when the opportunity arises, you're like, boom, here's my yeah, channel. Exactly. And I'm a, I'm a believer in I, I try to just have a vision and then put it out there and then the details just fill in. And that's kind of what happened. Like, I mean, it was hard. I had to like tell my old bosses, like, 
I'm going to do this, you know, like things like that were uncomfortable, like zooming with your old boss and being like, sorry, I'm, I'm going to do this now. Like those kinds of things were hard and, but worth it. And when you had to tell him you wanted to quit, you mean? Yeah. When I, when I told them like, I'm going to start doing my own thing now. That was, that's always you know, tough. Yeah. Especially Whatever, if you like yeah. where you're working. I want to back up a little bit to journaling because you've, you've kind of perked my ears because I've kind of, uh, I'm trying to get back into it here, right? As kind of a 2021 uh, thing starting. I'm curious a little bit about, I mean, do you journal every day or, or just kind of when you feel the, the urge or, or when do you journal? I mean, there was a period where I was journaling three pages every morning. No kidding. And I mean, that's a lot to do every morning. Now I just like journal when I really need to. But every morning, I definitely, so it's called the magical morning practice, okay? And you wake up, and you say what you're grateful for for two minutes. Yeah. The sound, you then, guys sound like you do the And you can routine. record it, too. Oh, no, go ahead. I was saying you and Chris sound like you do a lot of similar morning yeah, routines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds oh, nice. like a similar morning routine that I do, but keep going. You do the magical keep... morning practice, too? Okay, uh, sorry. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't have a name for it. I've just kind of put things together, you know. I uh, I'm. Yeah. I think I'm familiar, though, with this thing. Hal Elrod, are you familiar with him at all? He's, he does a podcast. No. He, I think he called Miracle Morning or something. But anyways, you okay. tell me tell me more about, about your journaling. You were, I kind of interrupted you. That's okay. So after that, I say out loud what I'm happy that the day. So in detail, I talk about the day and what I was so happy that happened. So I'll say like, I'm so happy that today went so well and we didn't mess up any orders or... I'm so happy I went through the day like with a positive attitude or just like things like that. And then you do that for a couple minutes and then, but you go into detail and then you say, and then you do it in the future. So like, I'm so happy I have a house on the beach in Northern California or <laughs> that's one of the things that I say. <laughs> I'm going to steal that one. Yeah, hey, you know, project it forward. Let's do it. <laughs> I got a house up in Northern California next door to Mandy. Hell yeah. I just go over and get donuts. It's great. Yes. That's the dream. All right. We're going to take just a minute of your time and tell you about one of our awesome sponsors, utahmarijuana.org. Hey, they are your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. I don't know if you guys are listening to my other podcast, Utah in the Weeds. I'm doing that with Tim Pickett. Excellent show. Anyways, Tim Pickett, he's the man behind utahmarijuana.org. Utahmarijuana.org's team of medical cannabis experts, they make getting your medical card super easy from your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. Okay, and I know that like in ads, you always hear, oh, compassionate medical care providers. I am not kidding you guys. I recently went, I have first time experience. These guys are literally the most compassionate, caring, helpful healthcare providers I've visited. And they really helped me follow the direction that I needed to find the things that would work for my symptoms. And I never would have found that anywhere else. I cannot recommend them enough. 
Right now, they're offering an exclusive discount to I Am Salt Lake listeners. You can use the code GREEN25 for $25 off your first visit. Hey, take advantage of that. And if you're in the West Valley City area, there's a location just for you. 3615 West, 1987 South, Building 8. Super easy to find. They're actually right across the street from uh, Beehive Pharmacy there. Really handy. So go check them out, utahmarijuana.org. Go support them and uh, use that code GREEN25, like Chrissy said. Isn't it time that you took control of your own health? utahmarijuana.org. Feel better. Do you ever have like, just like days though, that you're not motivated that you're just like, gosh, I just want to stay in bed though. Oh I yeah. Just, especially in the morning. I don't like, know how you guys do it. Cause I do not have a morning routine. I'm definitely like the roll out of bed last minute. Maybe put your hair in a ponytail and don't turn on the camera when you have to do a zoom call kind of gal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel that. So how, do you wake up early, Chris? Well, I try to. I uh, I used to wake up a lot earlier than I do now. Typically, I wake up about six o'clock though. Right now, I got to take uh, got to take uh, one of the kids to school, so that's kind of my morning time. And then I go nice. to the gym, and I I usually you know I write my gratitude journal, and then I kind of have a brain dump journal that I started as well, and uh, do some uh, affirmation stuff like that. Kind of similar. Nice. Yeah, and it seems like I, I really could tell a difference. I mean, can you tell a difference on the mornings you miss? Yeah. It's amazing. I can. Normally it's on the weekend. Yeah. And for sure I can. In the mornings when I work, like I'm definitely a morning person. I've always woken up at like 4.30, like all through high school too. So I'm just like, it feels really natural. I mean, of course I like wake up pissed off sometimes, but I'll just like blast music in my car and then like yell what I want the day to be like. I mean, it doesn't happen every morning, you know. And I get Oh, human. One more thing that helps. I wake up and I smoke weed at 3 a.m. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a, that's a good the witching wait, hour. Wait, wait, wait. So do you you get up at 3 a.m. just to smoke? No, I wake up at 3 a.m. for work. Okay, okay, okay. I, I thought maybe you just wake up at 3 a.m. You smoke uh, and then you go back to bed. And I was like, all right, that's cool. I can get down with that. You know, you're like, that's unhealthy, but okay. <laughs> No, it's a little wake and bake, right? Yeah. Then you wake and bake and, and, dub and do more baking. Do <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's, wake and bake <laughs> and then bake. Yeah, right. No, that's great. That's, that's. Um, it's, you know, the creative energy it gives you. Like I, I recently got my medical card and uh, it was almost overwhelming when I started using cannabis to help me manage some of my symptoms uh, that I'm having. But like, it's almost like I had too much creativity. I've never tried waking and baking, but I kind of want to try it. Sounds like a great way to start the day. It's kind of fun. It settles your stomach. It just like, it just helps straight up. So is that when you get up every day at 3 a.m. to start baking donuts? Yeah. No kidding. That's what you have to do, man. Donut life is rough. I mean, did you? We're not even waking up early enough either. Like, we're like always rushing at the last hour. And I'm like, we need to wake up earlier. But I don't want to. Like Strusel, Strusel gets there at two a.m. and I'm like, oh, that's so rough. Yeah, but, man. Especially if you want to have an evening ever. Yeah, you probably are like I'm in bed at six. Well, no, yeah, that oh, you're probably yeah. going to bed right after this podcast. I would imagine. Yeah, we're keeping you. When up. I scheduled it for seven, I was like, oh, 
where was I in my head when I did that? <laughs> what was I thinking? You were in a very optimistic state of mind. No, okay. Exactly. I was stoned. No, just kidding. <laughs> Teach their own, it is right? optimistic. Yeah. You know, a lot of people here in Utah are starting businesses, especially right now, right? People getting laid off and they need to start kind of their own thing. I mean, is there any advice like just off the top of your head? I know I kind of just threw this out there, but do you have like a couple pieces of advice that you might give somebody wanting to start a business, not necessarily a bakery, but just a business, any advice for them? I would say just start doing it. You don't have to know everything about the thing to do it. In fact, I think it's better if you don't and you just literally do it your way and just start, start somewhere, start anywhere and don't stop doing it. If you're like really passionate about it, keep going and just start and learn as you go and fail and just keep going. Yeah. I mean, I love that. What, like, what advice would you give people though, who come up against a stumbling block that feels like it's just a little bit too tall of a hurdle? Like what, what do you do when you kind of hit a point where you're like, man, I have to learn this whole new thing and I have to like work super extra hard. I mean, you said you have three employees to me. I know me and hiring employees is my nightmare. Like I never want to have employees. So that stops me from really jumping on the, the, uh, self-employed bandwagon. But yeah, Yeah. how do you, how do you cope with that? I spend, I have, I, I have a lot of alone time. I, I have to have a lot of alone time to just like decompress and process. My goal is to just detach. Like I, Sorry, I'm just holding a little knife right now. It's weird. I was wondering what was going on, but I didn't want to say anything, you know. It's hey, like at least, my, at least my it's safety fun, right? pin, but I'm like, yeah, whatever. Okay, we can um, end this now if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what was I even saying? I almost <laughs> forgot because that was just too funny. Um <laughs> Well, you were talking. We were talking about obstacles. Yeah, obstacles. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I have a lot of alone time, and I detach. I do my best to detach. Like I, I don't look at my phone. I don't care who texts me. It can wait. At the end of the day, it's not just about the company to me. It's about like my personal growth. So a lot of times, I'm just like, "Fuck, Maddo." Like, Maddo does not get my attention right now. Like, that's not the only part of life. Have you always been uh, that way or were you like addicted to social media or anything? No, I actually wasn't. But okay. lucky most of us got got addicted, you know? Well, cuz I'm kind of I'm kind of going through that as well. Uh is is I never really thought, okay, maybe I spend too much time on social media, maybe it's worthless, maybe it's not really, you know, there's not a lot of not bringing reason value. bringing any value to my life, right? And so, mm-hmm. it, but it's hard, right? When you're used to it, when it's been so incorporated into your life and when you need to use social media for like, say even something like your case with a, with a business mad dough, right? Like, is it, it feels like a necessity? Yeah. I mean, it, don't you feel like social media is a little bit of a necessity for you? Yeah, absolutely. It's all on Instagram and like my personal Instagram, like I have no followers, like it's not anything. And so that part has been weird. But also it's like, I just post whatever I feel like posting. And I like make it so like, I work 
it's like a part of my job. And of course, it's hard to like stick to that all the time. But I'm just like, I don't want anything to like, own me or like run me, I guess. You want to be you who does things instead of the things take control of you. Yeah, I'm like, the people can like, followers can wait, whatever. Like they're not like sitting around waiting. You know? That's so important. You, you would be surprised. There's a lot of times I'm sitting around waiting for a message. <laughs> I'm just sitting there waiting. Some listeners. Like, I say listeners. <laughs> I mean, a lot of, you know, a lot of them are. A lot of followers are waiting. However, if you burn yourself out in the process trying to give everybody else what they want, then there's nothing left. And, and you can't continue to give value to people. And you can't continue to, like, take care of yourself you know so it's it's very important I think that's a really good message yeah that's yeah that's it that's my soapbox it's probably a lot more fun though to post on your business you know social media versus your uh person you know personal think so? so I'm terrified of that yeah. stuff like really? like I do not want to be in charge of stuff yeah. have I mentioned that yet don't want to be in charge <laughs> yeah no so okay so so Mandy <laughs> we like to find out a little bit about you know, the people we bring on, you know, we, we found out a little bit about your business and all this. Now let's find out a little bit about you. Right. So we, we know a little bit, but what are some of your other hobbies and interests? Like, what do you, what do you, what really. When you have a day off, yeah. what do you do? Well, there's probably no days off. Well, but. you know, if there were such thing. Well, I have Sundays off. I love going for long walks. <laughs> no, um, I, I love dancing. Dancing is a big part of my life. What kind of um, dancing? What kind of dancing? Just weird dancing. Weird. I mean, I danced all growing up. And kind. so I, it's just like. Like ballroom dancing or like break dancing, dancing or square <laughs> dancing or what? It's like jazz or like okay. just dancing okay. and moving my body. I did know? jazz and ballroom dancing growing up too. Ooh. It is a really good activity. It is. It always that. makes me feel better. I was dancing around my apartment for an hour before this, getting my jitters out, trying to. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's so great. It's the <laughs> yeah. perfect way to just decompress. Yeah, it feels good. Um, and I try to dance in the kitchen. That's like, I have to. Everyone has to get used to it fast. Um, <laughs> I love playing pool. That's one of my favorite things to do. Okay. I like chilling. Just chilling. <laughs> I like cooking. I like eating. I like trying new restaurants, new bars. I like beer. Um, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. What What about the most memorable concert or sporting event that you've been to? Do you have like one that or one or two that maybe stuck out for you there? I'm curious. Most what? memorable concert, <gasps> probably. I'm not a huge concert person. I'm just gonna be really honest. But that's fine. My favorite concert was Modest Mouse when they were at Twilight. And I, I'm pretty sure it was free that year. Yeah. Like it was back in those days. That was that a good was so show. Fun. I love Modest Mouse. I love Modest Mouse as well. That was a really good show. That was yeah. a really, really good show. I've seen them, seen them a handful of times and they don't disappoint at all. That is a handful of times more than I <laughs> And I am jealous because I like them too. Yeah, they're awesome. What would um, you, or sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was thinking of a sporting event. Oh, a sporting event. Okay. Yeah, that's right. We didn't get it. Do you like any of the sports balls in general? That's my... I like playing sports. 
Um, I'm not a big sports fan, so I don't even know why I brought that back up. And if you don't have, I mean, it's, you know, one or the other, because I figure the, here's the reason I ask one or the other. I figure if they're not into music, maybe they've done something with sports right. and sports gotcha. and vice All versa, inclusive. you know, All inclusive. But, yeah. uh, Hey, let's say you're visiting a new city and you get stuck in a hotel elevator. Who would you most like to be stuck in the elevator with? I would want to be alone. No. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. I get that though. I mean, are, yeah, so, that's my answer. Well, are you, are you an introvert? You're obviously an introvert. Well, yeah. obviously, Chris, um, she's really? the biggest no, extrovert the there thing. is. But, but a lot no, of extroverts like Fine. alone time too. And that's, uh, you know, you never know. Yeah. It's a I whole am. thing. Right on. No, that's it. That's a good answer. What would you name the autobiography of your life? Uh, the goofball. The goofball. I actually really like that. You you better TM that real quick. Okay. TM, TM. <laughs> <laughs> if you could do anything on your next birthday, what would you like to do? Well, last birthday was March 30th. Well, oh, man. last year and it was COVID. Yeah. And I had plans to go back to Napa where I lived for a couple years. So I'd probably go to Napa and go to the beach and go to Morro Bay. The that best place like in the world. A nice vacation. Yeah, that's what I would do. Very cool. We have a few standard Salt Lake City questions we ask everybody that comes through here. So, of course, we got to uh, ask you. We have family and friends that visit us from time to time, and they say, give us the tour. Show us around town. What do you like? What's the What's the Mandy tour? What do you know, buildings, areas of town. Sorry. And I stumbled all over with that question. I don't you got all the main points, you know? Yeah. Right. They're like, show me around town or, or show me in the mountains. I mean, do you, where, where do you take people when they come to town? If we started in Salt Lake, I'd probably go up to the Capitol, drive around the Capitol, probably take them to proper. Cause I really like proper. And then, uh, I would, I, I would go to Provo Canyon, which is where that was like my growing up drive was up Provo Canyon and all the little canyons up there. It's like, that's probably one of my favorite places in Utah. Then we would finish the night with, actually, we would start at Blue Plate Diner because that's one of my favorites. <gasps> oh, yes. And then um, we would go play pool somewhere like ex-wives or something. That's a good place to play pool. I want to go on your tour. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. visiting. I'm visiting Salt Lake. Will you show me around? Will you show me around? I like it. No, well, you mentioned uh, Blue Plate and you mentioned um, 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 Proper well, Burger, proper. which is delicious. Any other favorite local eating spots you like? That's another question we like to ask people. You know, favorite local eating spots. Any other places Blue you want? Blue cheese is yeah. Ooh, yeah. the best. Mm-hmm. Everything about it. They have the red cream soda. They have battered fries and then their sandwiches. They're so good. I love Moochie's. If you could change one or two things about Salt Lake City, what would you change? Ooh. And that's take that however you want to interpret it, big or small, whatever you want to change. Well, I, I want to open my own pool bar because okay. there's a lot, there's a lot of, well, maybe not a lot, but there are a select few and I feel like I would make my own and it'd be like the perfect balance of like a dive bar but not so like high lows you know like fancy right. like but comfortable like seating not. but it feels yeah. like a dive exactly i got you i got you very cool <laughs> i so, like it something like that and then i don't know i like salt lake 
I love Salt Lake. Yeah, I just didn't know. You know, some people, you know, they have something to complain about. I don't know. <laughs> you know, we didn't even find out where you were from. I was wondering, right? yeah. Where, where were you uh, born and raised? Where are you from? I was born and raised in Linden, Utah. Okay. That's a fun place. Fun little town right there, right there by uh, Provo. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a party town. As they call it. <laughs> Big old nightlife. It really is great though. It's so beautiful down there. Yeah. It is very beautiful. It's a good place to grow up for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm so, I'm so stoked that I asked you to come on the podcast. I mean, seriously, it was it was fun to kind of hear a little bit about your story and about your pastries and, and all of that. I don't know. Did you have any other questions you wanted to ask her, Chrissy, or anything that you guys wanted to talk about? Why the mics are hot here? I could, <laughs> hot. Well, we asked you what your favorite donut was. I'm just, I just need to try all your donuts. That's all I need. That's really the most important thing. I think that's the moral of the story here is I need to eat every type of donut that you make. Well, we need to get you guys a box ASAP. Oh, that'd be fun. We'll we'll figure that out. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. Uh, we'll get a box of that there. And, right well, on. But was there anything else you wanted to mention, Mandy, or anything else you wanted to possibly talk about or promote or anything? I mean, this episode's going to go up uh, next Monday, next Sunday night. So, well, you can order online maddoughslc.com. We are start. We deliver Tuesdays through Saturdays now all of the days. You should just be three days a week. Um, and we're open from eight to two at 67 West, 1700 South. And there's other baked goods there too. Lots of, it's good energy there. Mm, I like that. And we haven't even mentioned your website or anything. You're on, yeah, and, and are you, you're on you. social media. I know you don't want people to connect with you on social media, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Social media, Mad Doe SLC on Instagram. It's a party over there. Dude, your Instagram page is lit. Is that what the kids, that that is definitely what the kids say. When I saw it, I was like, oh, this is so beautiful. That was one of the most magical things. So I moved to this apartment on my birthday, March 30th. Now everyone, okay, whatever. So I moved there and then I had two random, random roommates and one of them did social media for, does social media for a company and she's like amazing at it. She's a photographer and she like her best friend is a food stylist and a food photographer. So they're like, yes, let's do this. And it was like, perfect. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, they're great. Seriously, Those yeah. are hard careers too. Like they are good. Every, everybody listening, go, go check it out. Go follow her Instagram, Mad Doe SLC. Then send her a message and say, hey, I'm going to get some of your donuts because I heard you on I Am Salt Lake podcast, right? Yeah. That sounds, like, oh, that sounds yeah. like a pretty good reason. Yeah, but, uh, I like that. Chrissy has a final awesome. question that Thank she you. asks everybody, Mandy. So I'm going to let her ask you. Thank you again for doing the podcast. We'll have to catch up, you know, and see what's going on down the road with everything. Yeah, thanks for having me. This Ab- was really this, it was a joy, Absolutely. a literal joy. But before we let you go, can you leave us with a piece of life advice or a motto that you live by? Do whatever you want all the time. And don't give a fuck about anyone's feelings, even though it's hard. When you do what you feel is right in your heart and body, it's better for everyone else too. And it helps the world turn and it helps people grow. And even if it's shitty, it's still like an example. 
All right. Many thanks to Mandy Madsen for joining us on this episode of the podcast. What a great conversation. Did you enjoy talking with her, Chrissy? Oh my gosh, I totally did. But it made me want to go hang out with her too. So now I want to hang out with her. All those donuts, talking about those donuts, just watching your mouth salivate. If I could learn to make those donuts, I wouldn't have the time. I'd rather buy them. So I'm just going to buy them. Hey, all of the links that we mentioned in this conversation, they could be found with this episode notes on our podcast website that can be found at IamSaltLake.com slash 466. And that's, of course, for episode 466. And that'll do it for this episode of the podcast. If you liked what you heard or if you found any value from listening, there are a few ways you can support this podcast. You can always leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen to us on. This costs you nothing, but it helps us out so much that people can find us and understand what we're about before they give us a listen. Another non-monetary way to help the show out is by telling a neighbor or a friend about the show. Chances are, if you like it, they will too. And you can help the podcast out monetarily by becoming a Patreon supporter. If you're unfamiliar with Patreon, it's like an ongoing Kickstarter, but I think most people are familiar with Patreon by now. And we really, really appreciate our Patreon supporters. Even for a dollar, it's really that easy. I am saltlake.com slash Patreon. You have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city. Support local. And we're going to see you next week on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. And good night, Grammy.